Hey guys, it's Alicia, and welcome back to the Make Your Break with Alicia Hall podcast. Today, I sat down with Natalie Barbu, a YouTuber and a podcast host who has inspired me in so many ways to hit record. Natalie is building her own media empire with a growing Instagram following, her own app, and an agency too. Today, she's speaking to all of the young YouTubers out there on how she started, and you can too. Let's get started. All right. Hi, Natalie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I would just love to take a moment and ask you to describe yourself. You know, feel free to give an overview of what you do and what your YouTube channel is all about. Yeah. So I have been on YouTube for about 10 years now. Um, I started, I believe, in July of 2011. And I started back when it was like the beauty tutorials, like people were filming on their laptops. And so I've been on it for a long time. Um, And I went to college. I got my degree in engineering. I got a job after college. And then I ended up doing it full time. So I ended up doing YouTube full time. But aside from that, I am very entrepreneurial. So I've been, I started a social agency and I'm also working on starting an app that is going to help Mm -hmm. people manage their social media better, specifically micro influencers, influencers, any small businesses. So I've been, I I really just made my career in social media in every aspect of it. So it's been crazy at how many doors it's opened for vision I started. 10 years ago. Yes, I love that so much. And now to like dive right in. I know since starting my channel, I have met so many people who have said that they would like to start a channel too, but they are scared about how they might look on camera or they're worried that their first video might not come out great. What would you say to them? Yeah, that's honestly something I get told a lot is that oh, I'm so awkward on camera, or I don't like hearing my own voice, or I, you know, my first video is so bad, like, I just don't want to upload it. And I always like to remind people that your first anything, like, whether it's a video, a podcast, any work that you end up doing in life, you know, even if it's your first business, your first, you know, probably test in college even, like, it might not be good like it might it probably for the most part will be bad like it probably won't be a masterpiece and it's not going to be the best thing that you'll ever put out but you're never going to learn unless you put it out there and also I feel like we have so many people to compare ourselves to so a lot of people might be comparing themselves to someone with a million subscribers or a lot of people might compare themselves to someone who's been doing this for five years now and you can't compare your first video to someone who's been doing it for five years because if you look at their first video it was probably really bad you know so you just have to start and I always just tell people start even if it's absolutely horrible just put it out there and learn along the way and you'll get better as you continue you know you'll realize like oh wait I I actually want to do this when I'm editing or I'm gonna film this way or I'm gonna you know tweak some certain things but you're never going to know those things to learn and improve on until you actually just start and put it out there and also get feedback from your audience because how do you know what they want if you're not posting it so I always just recommend to start and then get better as you continue yeah and just like always be willing to learn you know I think half the battle is just putting yourself out there and that that is that is so true 
And there's also this worry of people being, like, they're worried that they might not be able to stand out on YouTube. They're worried that they might not be able to stand out on, in a saturated market. What would you say to that? I I think for that, I always say that the internet is not saturated, at least as people think it is. Like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, it's so oversaturated. But if you think about it, YouTube has only been around for, I think, like, 12 to 15 years. Like, it hasn't been around that long influencer marketing is such a new word it's such a new term like i feel like influencer marketing five years ago you didn't even know what it was and now it's like oh there's so many influencers out there so it's still such a new market that i feel like it feels oversaturated because it's so in our face but there's still room for Mm. someone else like and also the way you should think about it is the way viewers interact with influencers let's say they don't just pick one and stick to one and that's it You know, it's like, I like watching like 20 different people. There's room for me to watch someone else too. It's not like, oh, if I, if I watch you, I'm not going to watch that person. Like I can watch both. So I don't think the market is oversaturated. I think as long as you are unique and by unique, I just mean being yourself. uh, I think that it's, you will find a space and you will find people that resonate with you and want to watch you. So I I actually don't think it's oversaturated. Yeah, that, that's such a good point. Like, it is really in your face, like, especially with the way social media is. That's what we're consuming so much. So that really is what you see. And I think that goes for anybody who wants to start a podcast as well. That's something I hear often is, oh, like, I, I would like to do a podcast, but too many people are already doing it. There's not enough room. Podcasting is the exact same thing. I mean, also podcasting is so new. You know, like, mm. I feel like I didn't listen to podcasts three years ago. I started, like, two around two years ago listening to podcasts. So I think it's one of those things that we just think it's oversaturated because everyone's listening to it now. But the road of podcasting is a long road ahead of us. You know, I think that it's going to continue on. And it just started. So I, I don't think social media in general is oversaturated, including podcasts and YouTube and Instagram and all of that. And that goes for anything, you know, like there is enough success out there that you can grab no matter what you're doing. Right, right. Just because someone's successful doesn't mean you're not going to be successful. You can both be successful. Yes. Now that they have started their channel, what is the best piece of advice you could give a new YouTuber who is, has the goal of growing like a large community or following? I would recommend to start interacting and engaging with your audience from day one. So when you are starting, if you only have five people that listen to you, five people that watch your stuff, five people that follow you, interact with those five followers and really Mm -hmm. get to know them and appreciate them and talk to them. And I think that's something that is so under undervalued, I guess, or underrated when you are starting out. It's like all a lot of times you're just like, oh, I just want to get to that next number. I want to hit that next number. But you have to really foster those relationships with the ones that you do have because those are going to be the most loyal. Those are going to be the ones that tell their friends about you. Those are going to be the ones that support you. They're going to be the ones that swipe up on your links, that buy your merch. You know, like you have to foster those relationships and you can't take them for granted because without them, you would not be growing at all. You know, like they're your, your like number one investors, I feel like is a good way to look at it. So I just always think like when you start out, don't only focus on the next number that you have to hit or the next goal that you have to hit. Focus on the people that you have right now and you will grow over time. 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. And you know, like even if like say you have seven followers, you can make such an impact on those people and you can bring so much value to their lives. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter the number, you know, you could even flip the script and right. think um, just because somebody doesn't have a million followers doesn't mean they don't have an amazing story to tell. You can look at it that way too. Exactly. Yeah, I, I could not agree more. I think followers does not equal importance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there any platforms beyond YouTube that you recommend that people like advertise their channel on when they're trying to grow? I think right now TikTok is huge. So being on TikTok is definitely something I think everyone should be on. And I'm speaking to the choir because I need to be on it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm telling myself that. Um, and then also just Instagram Reels, Instagram, any other platform that you think is right for you. I never recommend yeah. for people to be on every platform because I think it can be overwhelming. So pick the ones that you like and that you're good at and stick to those. Don't spread yourself too thin and be on every single one. Yeah, and the ones, would you say, like, the ones that you're consistent on as well? Yes, and the ones that you can be consistent on. That's super important, too. Yeah. Consistency is important no matter what platform you're on. Yes, and I know that um, they just launched that newer app, Clubhouse, where people have been growing. I don't know about YouTube, but I know that people have been growing their platforms that way as well. Yep, yeah, Clubhouse is another really great one. I think it's great for networking, for providing value, so it's one of those things that it's similar to podcasting where start it if you have something to talk about, but don't just be on it just because you want to be on the next social media platform. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But being as though it is a new app, like if it's something that you're interested in and if you can provide value, like go for it because it is new and you might, you never know. You never know what could happen. Starting on YouTube, since starting your podcast, all of the amazing, incredible things that you do, Looking back now, is there anything that you would do different? Um, I don't have any regrets with what I've done. You know, mm -hmm. like I think that everything that I've done has led me to where I am today. But I think I would put less, you know, I don't want to say less value. I want to say like I would put less pressure on like everything being perfect or less pressure mm -hmm. on, you know, like, oh, I, I have to be, you know, I have to post the perfect content or I have to, you know, you know, just like pressure about what people think. Like, oh, well, what are people going to think if I post this? Like, I just always would tell my younger self, just like in life, like, do not care what people think. Don't try to be perfect. Just post, be on your authentic self on, online. And I think that's something that I've done well, but there have definitely been moments that I have like not posted something because I'm scared of what people are going to think. Or I've been like, I'm not going to post this because, like, I don't think it's, like, 100%, but I really wanted to. You know, I was like, well, this isn't going to help my brand, but I want to post this. So I think just telling myself, like, post whatever you want, be authentic, don't care what people think. I think those are just lessons in life, but especially on social media when we have so much pressure yeah. to look a certain way, act a certain way. I think it's really important to stay true to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. That's such good advice. You know, um, one challenge I see some of my friends who are on YouTube they have is – they have no problem putting their videos out for like the world to see, but they are very scared to share it with their family and friends. I, I don't know if that's ever, oh I don't know if that's ever come up for you or people, you know? Yes. Like I cannot tell you, <laughs> it sounds 
counter, you know, it sounds like it would be the opposite. Like, right. oh, I'm scared for the world to see, not my family and friends. But no, it is so true. Like, I remember when I was in college and I was posting YouTube, I almost didn't want to post because I was like, I'm scared of what the people in my real life are going to think about me posting and, like, me being on the internet. Like, I would... I would strategically plan out. I would be like, okay, if I post two photos of myself in a row, the next one would have to be like a group photo or a photo. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't want to seem like I'm too full of myself, like to people in my real life. So I would even think about stuff like that. I'd be like, oh, people are going to think I'm weird because I'm posting a lot of selfies. Whereas now I'm like, I don't care, whatever. But before I would, I would like plan stuff out like that or be like, oh, well, I can't promote my video too much on Instagram because like what is the person down the hall from me gonna think and it's like right. now I'm like I don't care about that you, you know I think for me it was really funny because I had no problem putting things on YouTube and Instagram but I would not share my stuff on Facebook because I'm like my high school classmates are going to see this yeah. <laughs> so I did yeah, that it's, <laughs> it's crazy how we think that way we're like I'm fine with a hundred thousand people seeing this but those like three people I don't want to see <laughs> right right um as they continue to grow their channel one problem they might face is nasty or negative comment like negative comments do you have any advice for the young youtuber who might find those comments to be discouraging yeah, I mean, I definitely think kind of going back to what we were talking about, just yeah. really not caring about what people think. Like, you have to realize that those people are hiding behind a screen for the most part. A lot of people that leave negative or nasty comments don't even use their real name. They don't use their real photo. Um, they're just, I think if they're projecting, like, I like to, I always feel like if you are posting something that hurtful or that mean on the internet, there mm. must be something going on internally with yourself because happy confident people just don't do that like it, you know they just yeah if you are happy if you are confident if you are secure in yourself you're not gonna post something nasty on someone else's page like that's just not something you would even think to do so i think it's just all projection and it's all because they are unhappy in their own lives so they have to take it out on you um and it's easy to hide behind a screen it's really easy to view someone that you're watching on tv or on your phone or on your computer as not a real person and it's easy to view them as like, oh, well, they're putting themselves out there, so they're asking for this. And that's just not, you know, you have to yes. realize that, like, their opinion does not matter. They they are just saying things just to cause harm and or to cause pain or to cause sadness. And that's just something that you shouldn't even take their opinion into account. Because if that's the goal, if it's not constructive, if it's not productive, then it's really just yes. mean. And you shouldn't even listen to what anything anything that person has to say because it does not matter you know if, if something is constructive then sure take it into account but if it is just pure mean and negative and you know that they're just projecting on their own lives it doesn't affect you it's just something that they're going through so I always try to keep that in mind and also always remember how easy it is to hide behind a camera like you if you're putting yourself out there you're showing your face you're showing your name you're showing who you are you're putting your heart on the internet whereas that person is not you know they they would never do that they would never say that to your face ever so always thinking thinking about it that way that is that's such good advice it's it almost feels like it's something that you have thought about a little bit just because like that was just like so nicely said and there are a lot of young youtubers who like follow my podcast and I think it's something they really need to hear um Mm -hmm. yeah it's so hard especially when you are young and you know you think like oh that one negative comment is 
what everyone thinks about me. Like, you might think, like, oh, is that who I really am? And you just have to be secure in yourself and know that that's not who you are. Whatever that person is saying about you is a reflection of them, not you. So I always just try to remember that because it, it is hard. You know, you can get 10 positive comments and get one mean one, and the one that you're focusing on is the mean one. So it's it's really hard, but it's it's also important to know that they do not matter, that you should never listen to them. Oh, that's such good advice. Thank you for that. My next question for you is, what is one misperception people commonly have about YouTubers? Um, I think a lot of times they think like that it's not really a job or that, you know, you're not really working or mm, yeah. it's like the easiest job in the world. And I have my thoughts and opinions on that. I think that compared to other jobs, it's for the amount of money that you have the potential to make. Yes, it's not as hard. You know, like you have flexible hours, you can, you're your own boss and like it's it's not, you know, you're, especially if you're like vlogging, it's like you're just filming your life, but it's not all that like that's not what you see is literally like one percent of it you know you yeah. see the final product you might see a 12 minute video that took three hours to edit and then it took two rounds of approvals if it was a sponsorship and it before that to even get the sponsorship you had to go through negotiations and you had to go through concept ideas and you had to go you know so like yeah there's so much that you don't see you literally just see the final product and then also engaging with your audience is a full-time job in itself making sure that you're listening to them and responding mm. back to them being on a ton of other platforms creating original content on a ton of different platforms like it's a lot more work than people think it than people think it is i still think that compared to other jobs that maybe you're on your feet for 12 hours a day yeah. no it's not that typical you know or first someone that works you know that studied super super hard to get to where they are and they've done like 12 years of school like yeah it's it's not that like i'm not gonna lie and say this is like the hardest job in the world because it's not but i do think that there is more that you don't see like some people will be like oh well like you don't work at all like you don't even have a job and it's like no i do like i do i probably work the same amount of hours as someone that works as a normal at a normal office but or it's not more i think i actually now with everything else i have going on i do work more than like i did yeah. when i worked at my corporate job but you just don't see everything. So I think people think like, oh, well, YouTubers share their whole life so we can see everything. But really, you share 1%. Like, you share mm -hmm. not even 1%. I feel like 1% is even a stretch. Like, I share so little of my life, but people on the internet think that I'm sharing more than I am. So it's that, like, disconnect of, like, you think I'm sharing everything, but I'm like, I'm not sharing everything. Like, you don't even know what I'm not sharing. Right. So it's like that sort of disconnect. Yeah, and it's just, like, what it also takes internally. Like, you know, being on YouTube, you learn a lot about grit and determination and perseverance. And those things aren't easy to learn. And I think uh, YouTube really teaches you those things. And yeah, it, I, I do think I do think yeah. it's a tough job. There's a lot of things that people don't see. And I definitely agree with that. Yeah. And I mean, there's no off, you know, like you can't really turn it off. I mean, like we were talking about, like, negative comments and negative yeah. DMs. Like, that really does take a huge toll on your mental health. There's really no other jobs that you get that many opinions from thousands and thousands of people that don't know you. Right. You know, like, only in the entertainment industry does that ever happen. So I think it's it, it, can, it can be really, really hard on your mental health. Yeah. I can see that. And I, I, I definitely feel that. And it's like... There's going to be times where no matter what you do or what you say, what you post, it's going to be upsetting to somebody 
but like what you were saying earlier just saying staying true to who you are and your message yeah i completely agree and finally before hopping into our fire round uh what are some words of encouragement that you can give to a youtuber who looks at your work and thinks like oh like that is what i want to do that is what i want to do with my career i just love her work i want to do it too I would say to could start if you haven't already. So number one, just start kind of like we were saying, it doesn't matter if the, the final product is bad, you'll learn as you go. But also just remember that what everyone shows online is a highlight reel mm-hmm. and you should just always remember that. You know, it's always like, oh, well, like her life is so great. Her life is perfect. And again, like, like we were saying, like we don't share everything. So if you have some setbacks in your life, if you have failures in your life, that's so normal. That's going to help you learn. It's going to help you grow. And it is so normal. Like everyone has those. So always just continue even with the setbacks, even with the things that don't go right. Even if you aren't consistent for three months, that once you decide that you want to be consistent, start right back up again. You know, you can't, it's not something that's like, oh, well, like I, I failed for three months, so I'm not going to ever succeed. Like, no, just continue to do it and persevere and, and just pick back up where you started, you know? So I always think like, don't compare yourself to other people because everyone else has a highlight reel, but just continue, just start, just post as much as you can or, or as much as you want, you know, and I think that that's the most important part is just that consistency and knowing that no matter the failures, no matter the setbacks, like you're going to continue doing it. I love that. I love that so much. And now, <laughs> and now for our fire round, these next five questions are questions I plan to ask every guest who comes on to the show. Uh, starting with, who is your favorite YouTuber to watch and why? My favorite would be Jen M. She's been around for such a long time. She actually just announced that she's pregnant. Her and her husband are having a baby soon. She is just the most calming like presence on YouTube. I feel like I just like feel relaxed watching her, but her videos are so well edited and she just tells a story in her videos that they're just, it's just a vlog and I don't know, yes. I aspire, like you were saying like, oh, if anyone's watching and wants to be like you, I that's how I am with like mm-hmm. Jenna. I'm like, yes. I want my videos to look like this. Like I want my presence to be like this. Like she's just so calming and I love her videos. Like I literally will watch anything she posts. Oh, yes. And what is your favorite song or your favorite book? Oh, um, let's see. My favorite book would be, I mean, I'm saying it's my favorite book, and now I'm like, is the name of it this? Because I had it on my Kindle. I think it's The Sun Does Shine or Where the Sun Shines. I'll have it. Let me find it on my Kindle. It's by Anthony Hinton. And he is somewhat, have you seen the movie, um, Just Mercy? I haven't. I'll have to look this up now. So it's about Brian Stevenson. Okay. The the book is called The Sun Does Shine. It's by Anthony Ray Hinton. If you want to cry your eyes out, read that book. (laughs) And if you want to learn about a glimpse of the justice system and someone's story on there, like that is just and the most powerful book I have ever read. Like, it's inspiring, heartbreaking, you learn a lot. Like, I, if I could recommend a book to every single person that's listening to this, it would be that one. Oh, I love that. I That's probably, like, it seems funny, but that's probably, like, my favorite way to feel when watching a movie or a book is where, where it just it hits you, like, right in your feelings. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. What time do you wake up in the morning? Um, I wake up around 7.30, 8 a.m. I want to wake up earlier. I would love to be one of those 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. risers. Yeah. I just can't. <laughs> right now, I'm like, waking up at like 7.30 right now. Do you go to bed later? Like... I go to bed around 11, 11.30. Yeah, see where I go to bed around 9. Like 8.30, yeah. 9 o'clock is like perfect for me. Um, something that is on your 2021 vision board. Uh, right now, it's really just to work on my app that I'm creating and to continue um, like growing that and getting that out there. So I don't really have a visual vision board but yeah. that's something that is like the biggest goal of mine i love that and for our last question what is one thing that brings you joy outside of work so the biggest thing that brings me joy i would say is anytime it's sunny outside going for a walk outside just feeling like the sun on my skin like oh, yes. i am someone that i get the mood affects my or this the weather affects my mood so much so whenever it's sunny and a beautiful day outside like I do not want to take it for granted so like that brings me so much happiness like I'll work outside I'll go on a walk I'll it just like makes me so happy yes I love that being a New Yorker I definitely feel that too <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> All right. Well, Natalie, I would just like to thank you so much again for coming on to the podcast. I, as I said earlier, I just have so much respect for your work and I will be plugging all of your socials into the description below. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. I hope that it helps anyone listening. Um, and so much fun. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. Party downtown, someone said